Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. Melissa and Lindy here. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama podcast is a podcast for mothers and parents in the trenches of motherhood. We talk about all of the cool stuff um, and the not so cool stuff that comes along with raising little ones. Uh, Lindy's here. Hi. Um, with me today. We are going to talk about another requested topic that we get a lot of. Um, and that is how do you find good people to help watch our little ones when we do not want to or can't watch them ourselves? You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. This is something that I feel like I've kind of helped you through a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I guess you had nannies before. You had babysitters before. I don't know. I feel like you've grown yeah, so much I since had you started working here. Part-time. That, yeah. And then the more I worked, I needed more, more. full-time yeah. care during certain parts. Yeah. So it was inevitable, I guess, when I started Latch Mama that we were going to eventually need help with the kids. And I still remember the really, really early days. I had a really hard time accepting the fact that I wasn't going to be able to do everything and accepting the fact that I deserved a break mm -hmm. and that there were people out there that I could trust to help watch my kids. Um, it started with literally like, a, I think she was 15 at the time, um, 15 year old, like, daughter of close family friends um and it started with like one hour a week mm -hmm. or an hour and a half a week and that was all i felt like i could be away from them i had yeah. two at the time one that was like three and or two and a half and six months old or whatever um so i started really really small so that's advice i would give is if like yeah. you're just kind of <laughs> dipping your toes into the idea of having somebody else watch your kids while you go do anything you want to do, which is something I like to add because yes. people are like, somebody's watching my kids. I have to go to the grocery store or I have yeah. to go run this errand that needs to happen without kids. No, you can hire somebody to watch your kids for an hour while you go get your nails done or Whatever. go read a book on a park bench somewhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but how did you find your first people? <laughs> I also, well, just to speak to, you know, you have one or two kids. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get over that uh -huh. bit of fear, I think, mm -hmm. in leaving your children. Yep. Not just the guilt, but like, mm -hmm. is this okay? Is everybody going to be okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um, but eventually we found there was this really incredible family around the street that had three girls. Yep. And, um, you know, we moved into where we are in the neighborhood where we are now like 11 ish years ago. So they are now like late twenties down to early twenties. So they were like, yeah, 13, yeah. 15, 16. Um, and I think all three of them at some point helped us through Different that time with yeah. the twins with, without the twins before that, just very, very great uh, family of three girls. So, but I know it's not always easy to find yeah, but if you can Those find teens in the neighborhood or in yeah. a local group or church, church or anything yep. that you know you participate in, um, 
It's I, not always easy. Eric laughs at me all the time. I have a really good eye for value minivans on Craigslist. <laughs> now good <laughs> now good cows too. But value minivans on Craigslist and I will spot somebody who I want to help me watch my children from miles <laughs> away. Like we're talking like Chick-fil-A drive through like anywhere. Like I will spot them and be like that person that person needs to be part of our team and he'll always laugh. But it's very similar to like what happens here at Latch Mama. I hate going outside of the Latch Mama bubble. I hate hiring strangers. I call them. They're not really strangers, but like anything that like goes on indeed or like anywhere like that. No, like I want a friend of a friend of a friend. Like Mm -hmm. I want to know more about people than you probably should as an employer. But I think that's okay, especially with, with kids and your little precious little ones. Right. Um, so my biggest piece of advice is do not give up on the asking around thing, especially for that, like really part-time babysitter situation, mm-hmm. like a night out or whatever, try and find somebody who you have some sort of connection with that. You're not just hiring like a rando from the internet, but yeah. I've also hired randos from the internet. So we'll get there as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was going to add to that. Oh, just, I think you can start if you don't know specifics, like there are a lot of really cool local sitter groups that have popped mm-hmm. up, yep. especially around our area. And I'm sure there's around whatever area you're listening. Um, and I know for a couple of them, it was during the summer and I was trying to add to our list. Like that's mm-hmm. another thing I always try to kind of just have a list of numbers. Because we don't necessarily <laughs> use all of them because inevitably they Hashtag either leave kids. or go to college or whatever, or, <laughs> you know, nobody's available. So we do, we build a little list it's not huge, but it is. Um, but a couple of times in the summer, they were local in the neighborhood. And I'm like, hey, like we're going to the pool this afternoon. Do you want to spring by and just like meet my kids mm-hmm. and like sit on the side of the pool for five minutes and just like get an idea of who we are and what we are? Um, you know, it, the first time they show up, it doesn't have to be when you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So with that said, um, I truly believe in treating people extremely well. So if you're going to have somebody who watches your kids your best plan of advice there is to go all in, in the sense of embracing them, welcoming them, making them part of your family. I don't know if Lindy blurs the boundaries as much as I do, but um, (laughs) the people who help me with my children, I love as if they were my own kids slash friends. I struggle a little bit that sometimes I could be their parents, but because I don't feel like that, I feel more like even on age. Uh, But being part of their stories over the last six years, I've been building this brand has been almost as rewarding, if not more rewarding than building this brand. And I can tell you when the first couple of them left, I was devastated. Like it, it, I I don't, I don't even know how I like continued life because it devastated the whole family. And I feel like if you find a good person to help you watch your kids when they do decide to spread their wings and fly and go on to other things or leave Mm -hmm. or go back to school, it is like, it's devastating. And I see my other like professional friends on Facebook, like put out nanny requests because they're like my you know our beloved nanny's leaving like i will comment i don't comment often on facebook i will comment on every single one of them and i will tell them <laughs> sorry for your loss and i will almost cry beside them because it is yeah. it's devastating to the family because it's like it's it's part of like everybody and everything I so know. don't be afraid if you do find a good one to let them become an yeah. intimate part. Inv- if they're watching your kids during the day invite them to stay for dinner 
Like, don't feel like you're stepping on that boundary of like, they have to leave. I mean, definitely let them leave if they want to, but like invite them to the weekend kids sporting events when you're around, if they want to be there, like invite them to things that are like family things that you're also going to be at and get to know them and what they like and spoil them and stuff like that. Yeah. I think we're probably way off topic right now, but like seriously, <laughs> these are my secrets to finding good people to help you yeah. with your children. Yeah. But I do, Spoil right? Them. It's treating them well. Uh-huh. We have an incredible gal. She's at college. Uh-huh. And um so she doesn't sit as much anymore, but I love when she comes and they always ask, well, you know, when is Miss so-and-so going to yeah. come back? And um, I was like, okay, well, let me ask her and I'll like, we'll make up a date. Like, yeah. we'll just, just come and like, well, maybe we'll go do something. Um, but she's great. But if you do, I think if you treat them well and you pay them well, uh-huh. they love to but come back. Yeah. But even, even if you're like making it stretch right now, like yeah. and even if you're trying to like, find help but maybe don't have the money to help them like even if you're running Mm -hmm. to starbucks on your way home to come back to the kids call them and ask them what they want like text them like literally just make it so they're more than just helping i mean that's like i think human decency 101 but you know at the end of the day just really really try and see them as you know a continuation of kind of your care team of your kids um I mean, I have so many stories to share from all of the amazing people that have been in my life. Um, but like my life has gone up and down in terms of chaos. And like when a nanny leaves, it's so we brought we had a our first like full time. So we went from Claire. In the beginning, we hired two girls who were incredible, who were in J, who were at JMU in nursing school. And they their like time at the hospital alternated for the semester. So they they split it up um, and they were amazing. That was when I was pregnant with Caroline. And then we hired um, our first like full-time nanny and I knew nothing guys. I knew nothing about how to have somebody help you with your kids. I put way too much on her plate. I overworked her. The kids at that point had like 14 activities a week and she was helping get like, it was terrible. But then she went on vacation with us and (laughs) (laughs) we went on this jet ski ride and she started dating the owner of the jet ski company. And then he gave her mono and then she got really, really sick and couldn't come back to work. And it was over the holidays and it was, it was devastating for everybody. I'm sure it was devastating to her. It was devastating to the boys. It was terrible. I swore that I was going to sell the company and never have anybody watch my children again. Cause it was so bad. It was so bad. Um, but we got our feet back under us, put another ad on, on the care.com guys care.com is, yeah, care. I mean, people ask us sometimes in the group, how we feel about Mm -hmm. care.com. I have found some amazing individuals off of care.com. Now we went through about 12 interviews after her, Mm -hmm. um, one of which this was hilarious. So we were interviewing this one lady and I knew that she was not going to be a good fit for our family. She was this older woman and it was just not good. And she was sitting, she was sitting in our kitchen and her like back was, she was in a chair and her back was like to the stove. And I was sitting across from her and Eric was there. And all of a sudden this mouse runs across the kitchen floor and I see it behind her. And I'm like, Oh my God, please don't turn around. Please don't turn around, please. And we're like totally overwhelmed at this point, have no help with the kids trying to run this business. And I'm trying to figure out if like, I really don't want her to, it was like, should I have her turn around and see like our fact that our kitchen is apparently mouse infested. And then another one runs around again. Oh my God. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. 
It was really funny. But do you remember? You did not hire her. I did not hire her. Where did we go? Oh, so that was how Allie came into our life, who is incredible, still here, has had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, she's incredible. She um, helps school our kids. But this is another care.com secret. I'm giving away all of my secrets in this episode. This is one that where you like found Live Allie? on forever. Yes, but here's the deal. Allie was just looking for babysitting hours. But then I dug deeper and she was like, I'm an assistant teacher at a Montessori school. And then you read deeper and it was like she had her master's in education from the same place I went to college. And I was like, hmm, there's something interesting here. So I reached out and I was like, hey, so I need somebody to nanny my kids. And they're also homeschooled. And it looks like you like to be outdoors. And so do we and whatever. And da, 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 da. So anyways, three years later, Allie's still with us, works full time. Incredible. Stole her away from the Montessori school. One of my biggest wins in life. Um, but remember when you tried to interview people and you went through like 20 and you were in oh tears? Not to call you out on it, but it was bad. It no. was hard. That year was a mess because I was like, I'm needed here and I'm needed there and I, and I don't know what to do. Was this and COVID? When was this was COVID year, right? This was COVID year where we had to decide like all school was going to be virtual. So I was like... They're not sitting on laptops all day. So if I pull them out, what does that look like? Because I still need to like Work. get my job done. <laughs> and um, so I, I don't know. How many people did you like, interview? You interviewed a lot. I spoke to a lot on the phone and interviewed one lady who I really loved. But then she just texted me and was like, yeah, I took another job. Like it was very, it was not good. And then the next week she was like, I'm so sorry that fell through would you do you still want to talk and like i just didn't even email me but email her back it's funny because it's like when people turn you down uh, they're not just turning you down they're turning kind of your like life down down and your whole family yeah it's hard and then it's also like we kind of had a budget of what we could work with and i'm not i don't ever want to put like a certain amount on the value yeah of somebody but at the same time i think you do you are working with what you have and i had one teacher who seemed great and she wanted so much money I, that we didn't have we didn't have for that yeah um and so just kind of accepting that it's going to be okay the world is not going to fall apart yeah. if but do you remember how terrible that experience was though of interviewing yeah. all of the people and it introducing was them to because they kind of have to meet the kids at some point in the interview process mm-hmm. and then you introduce them to the kids and then yeah oh it's so hard yeah and somehow i mean we have an incredible gal who's helped us part-time and full-time on and off since my girls were 18 months old yeah i'm telling and you find the somehow good ones like on. life has kept her with us which is yeah. frustrating as it is for her because she's looking into being a nurse or into like radiology or things like that somehow we've just been taken care of that she's been able to help in some capacity throughout that so she actually helped us full-time that year and it yeah. was very draining but she was a huge blessing to one, one of the questions we got was um how do you trust somebody and i think that there you could do background checks all day long and i think you probably should call references do all of that jazz but a lot of it is just who meshes with your family so i've come to a conclusion at this point that really for somebody to work with our family at this point you either a had to have traveled the world because sometimes our house is like as chaotic as 
countries not as privileged as the United States or be from a big family. Mm -hmm. If you can check one of those two boxes, like I'm talking like Southeast Asia, traveled the world, India, like kind of that stuff. Um, Or you come from a big family, Mm -hmm. like literally you could walk into our house and be completely fine. Um, And it's worked extremely well for us lately. It was really funny. So we needed, (laughs) we were maxing out space at our old house terribly maxing it out we had hired Allie at that point she was on board she was starting but we still had two other kids and this organ this house that was a mess and I was pregnant with Benjamin so I was pregnant with a fifth and so I I found this ad on Craigslist for this person who wanted some organizational job or something Mm -hmm. And I reached out to her and I was like, so it said you were from a large family and you want to do some, or she wanted to do like errands or something. I don't know. She definitely was not a nanny position on Craigslist. And I was like, this is a shot in the dark. I said, do you want to come over on Sunday at five o'clock and play Mario Kart with our family? I mean, complete stranger. And she was like, absolutely. I do. And I knew by asking that question and if she could come and she could navigate literally Sunday evening Mario Kart or whenever we were playing it, Uh that it was going to be okay. And she came over and she navigated that she lost. She was a very, very terrible Mario Kart driver. Um, but, <laughs> but she came in that year that I was pregnant and Benjamin was like turning two. he mm-hmm. was, had, was incredibly nonverbal at this point. He was just screaming his head off. She made us dinner every night. She helped with the younger two. She helped organize like literally the largest blessing I've ever found. And literally I found her on Craigslist and I just invited her over to our house, a complete (laughs) freaking stranger, but it was really cool and it worked out really well. Yeah. So you have to think outside of the box. And I do. I think sometimes that need that, yeah, I have to find a solution. Uh You kind of, you you put a little bit of trust out there. You kind of have to take a leap of faith and try it. Yeah. And knowing that you were there, I like some sort of group, you know, meeting. And I mean, if it needs to be paid, have it be paid, but like to see if it can kind of jive and see if everybody's comfortable and, but yeah, yeah, use your vacation time and work from home that first week that they're there, you know, get Mm -hmm. out of their way so you can watch how they interact with the kids, but be there if you're worried that something may go awry or something like that. It's really a gut thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I tell people a lot. They're like, how, like, this doesn't feel right. I'm on week two with somebody. And then I say, go look for somebody else. Because unless it feels right, Mm -hmm. the benefit is not going to be there to you. You're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to get anything done. You're not going to be able to relax. Mm -hmm. Um, Like another story. Because I have a fabulous story of everybody who is in our life. And we have a lot of people in our life. Real quick to that before you switch on to Uh another one is, I mean, your kids give you incredible feedback. You know, yeah. when, when my kids, when she's leaving and they're like, no, don't leave for the weekend. We're not going to see yep. you until Monday. Like, I mean, they, yeah. they're uh-huh. letting you know absolutely whether they're enjoying that time, feeling loved, feeling yeah. taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. You can definitely get that vibe. My boys started this homeschool karate class five years ago, four years ago, a long time ago. And I remember the first day I walked in, Eric looked at me and I looked at Eric and Eric's like, no. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, She's she's going to be in our life because their their instructor was so incredibly amazing 
that I was like, we're either going to take karate for the rest of our lives or I was like, I, I need Hannah. Like I, I need Hannah somewhere in our life. And we just laughed about it. And we, you know, we kept going and then Caroline started little ninjas with her. We kept going through. And then one day she sent me a message and she was like, Hey, so I think I'm kind of over it. And like, I don't really want to teach where I am anymore. Do you have any opportunities? And it was like, like the day after Allie told me she was pregnant or something. And I was like, Oh, for the love of this beautiful divine intervention that's happening right now. So she came and worked in the office for a little while, but then she transitioned to full-time nanny. And so she's our full-time nanny now. And she's had two kids of her own and um, she brings her kids to work every day and her kids are best friends with my kids, but she's incredible. But you ask Benjamin every night because we go around the table and we say, you know, what's your favorite part of the day? Mm -hmm. And Benjamin's favorite part of his day is his time with Hannah. But then also Rose, who was the one who came, came over and played Mario Kart, who went back to school, who no longer works with us, is putting in a garden for us at the farm because that's what she went back to school for. See, isn't it beautiful? It all comes full circle. I'm learning and growing. <laughs> but that day that she showed up, Benjamin grabbed her by the hand and they just started walking. And it was so beautiful because it was this Aww. person that was in his life when he was two to two and a half to three. And he remembers her and he loves her. And it's just, it's wonderful. How do you deal though? This is another question we get. How do you deal with the guilt that comes from the fact that like your kids are bonding or experiencing or having those moments with people other than you? I think I really struggled in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm talking like way beginning, even having a sitter, I would just struggle with that. And, and I, and I think I'll always have a little bit of that Mm -hmm. mom. Like I'm not giving everything a hundred percent type of thing. But I think it does come to a point. I think when I finally started, I was like, hey, I, I want to do something outside of the home for a little bit. And I started working here a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, there were those days where were hard, but then it was also like, it is okay. I, I can do something for myself. I can better myself. Mm-hmm. I can get back into something that I really liked mm-hmm. to do. And um, and it was okay. And now I'm like 100% fine with it. Yeah. Every now and then, I have stronger feelings towards wanting to spend more time with them a little bit. And then mm-hmm. other weeks I'm fine. Yeah. And, and I think it's just navigating those ups and downs and, um, you know, seeing where the months go or the, the time of year or the needs that the different mm-hmm. kids might need. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a hundred percent fine with it now Yeah, because I feel like I have a much better balance. Yeah. For I myself. get, I get called, Hannah and Rebecca and Allie yeah. throughout the weekend all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, they're just excited to show me something or yep. excited to do something. And yep. and honestly, if I have learned anything in motherhood, it's that it takes a village and that there are all these beautiful people out there, whether they're nannies, whether they're speech pathologists, mm-hmm. whether they're reading teachers, they're all put on this planet um, to help us. Yeah. With our job of making these healthy, happy little human beings. Um, so for those of you who like could really use an hour, hour and a half off a week, but are scared, um, there are some incredibly lovely, wonderful people out there. I would start locally. I'd start with yeah. friends of friends. Um, don't discount a really responsible 15, 16, 17 year old. Um, we have one of those who shows up for us every day too. Um, who's homeschooled. Um, but really, truly kind of just dig into your community, put something on your personal Facebook page too. Um, people have, you know, kids that are looking to interact with other kids and stuff like that. Be home the first couple times. Um, you know, watch how they interact with your kids. 
um, you know, and just go from there. Just yeah. treat them super well, make them part of your family. And honestly, you're going to benefit, I think, just as much as, <laughs> as they do, which is really, really cool. And it's not a permanent thing from the get-go. You can yeah. try as, see as if it jives as from... I, I like it to be. But no, I mean, <laughs> but you know it, what I'm saying? Like you're end. not completely yeah. locked into to something and it Absolutely. needs to work for both parties and it's and it's okay if it doesn't. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but they love, they, they, they love having um, the other people in their lives as well. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me when I get the names either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I sometimes will gently remind them like, Hey, remember when you're talking to somebody, like look and see who you're talking to. Cause they run around like chickens with their heads cut off and yeah. they're like, Anessa, look at it. And I'm like, she's not here, honey. And they're like, Oh mom. <laughs> I'm like, just slow down. Like, yeah, slow exactly. Down. But they're so excited about what they made with her. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. It's really awesome. So. And you know, those other people bring their lives and their journeys, you know, to you as well, you know, which is really cool. And they bring them to their family and they bring, mm-hmm. you know, some different, like we still have roses, black beans every Tuesday night on taco Tuesday. Cause like they don't, I mean, roses, black beans are just a can of black beans with like, like cayenne pepper and chili pepper or something else in them. <laughs> I don't even know. I just throw a bunch of stuff in a pot, but they're still called roses, black beans, mm-hmm. you know? And like Allie, who is Jewish, sends them hamatashin, um, when it's supposed to be hamatashin time, which I don't know when that is. Um, you know, and they play dreidel with her and like, you know, it's just, it's really, really awesome. Um, you know, it's just, it's a cool thing to watch other people be in their lives and you know what they can bring too. So yeah. reach out if you guys have any specific questions. Yeah. Like I said, I can find value minivans, cows and really, really, really awesome people sometimes. So, um, I can give you all the tips. So thanks guys. Thanks.